0: Hi, I'm Jackie.
1: And I'm Seth.
0: And this is Never TMI.
1: Where we talk about real things.
0: And nothing is ever off limits.
1: All right. Hello. Podcast. Yes. Day in the studio.
0: Yes. AKA our bedroom. (laughs) Dallas, Texas. It is a little too beautiful. I don't think I want it to be in the seventies.
1: Seventy day in December. Yeah. Those sometimes. Yeah,
0: it's a little (laughs) too warm, but. It's a nice little break. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, we're so excited today. What we're
1: talking about, me love.
0: We are talking about intimacy and in marriage that isn't physical. So no sexual, no physical whatsoever. But just different ways that like, you know, I don't know, just different ideas, different... Um, I don't know the word, but we're just talking about how... There are multiple ways and approaches to be intimate with your spouse or your partner or your whatever you want to call it. Um, that doesn't have to be physical. And I, in my opinion, it's a lot more important even. So.
1: And this is just from our experience. Like these Yeah, are those,
0: these are things we've we've we do. Done. We've and learned. We've tried and yeah.
1: they've They've worked for us. Yeah.
0: And we're still obviously learning. We always, always want to preface by saying we are like, we literally have zero degrees in this kind of stuff. It's just, we're passionate about talking about it. We've come a long way. We still have a long way to go, but, um,
1: trial and error. So hopefully y'all can learn from our mistakes.
0: Yes. And we (laughs) are learning constantly Mm. from others. Like I'm learning from, you know, people in my life, people, Um, with marriages who have succeeded and failed. And I feel like, yeah, we're constantly pulling and gaining from others. And so we just want to share with you guys things that we do and that we've started doing because maybe there was a lack of intimacy or whatever. Um, But I'm excited because it is so, so important. And, um, yeah, let's do it.
1: Yep. So we just have probably a handful of thoughts, yeah, practices that we've done that um, I think help draw Jack and I closer together. Like she said on on an emotional level, <clears throat> yeah. So our first one that we would title it as is time blocking personal time together. Yes. So, do you want to explain what that means, or
0: sure? And side note, these are all like really tangible things, like they've mm-hmm. um, actively made an impact on our marriage. Um,
1: yeah, we hopefully these things can be like night and day, like well, just like little, like she said, little acts that it's not like a this earth shattering yeah, like concept. It's just like putting to practice little things and those little things over time make a big difference in your relationship. Totally. I,
0: I mean, yeah, we wouldn't be where we are now with, without these things for sure. Right. Um, but they're practical, tangible and applicable like today, you know?
1: And I, th- I think too, even before we go on, that's the, you know, when it comes to anything, but especially working on your relationship and that's something we've tried to stress here is that yeah. relationships require a lot of work. But like understanding that it doesn't happen overnight, mm-hmm. you know, like these are things that, I mean, it, we've been married for five years and we're still obviously nowhere near where we want to be, but it's taken five years for us to get where we are today. And so yeah. having that <clears throat> that in mind, just, you know, that there's not a quick fix to something that's really so valuable and mm-hmm. something to span so much time, it's not just going to happen overnight. So
0: And it's often mm-hmm little things like it's often little practical things um and we're we're doing marriage counseling we just started like what a few months ago Mm -hmm. and it's crazy because every time i'm thinking like we're gonna hear this groundbreaking (laughs) thing that we can do that's different and it's never the case it's always like little things little tiny little things little notes little things we're reading um,
1: There's no new knowledge. No, the it's
0: just like, you just have to put in that work and, and do the little things. And um, that's typically what makes like the ripple effect a big difference. But anyway, okay. okay. The time block, personal time together. Okay. So that, I would say, especially in the evening. So both Seth and I work from home and it's, you know, sounds like a dream. And <laughs> like... We get to see each other all the time and we do, but like that intentional time is still so necessary at the end of the day. Like, um, so instead of, you know, once we put the kids down and all that kind of stuff, instead of like going to separate rooms and kind of doing our own thing, we make sure to like come together. And even if our plan is like, even last night, like I was exhausted and I was just planning to watch a show zone out and he was going to like work on the budget. Um, but we still like sat next to each other. I laid there and watched my show. He budgeted, but like, instead of just like, all right, put the girls down, peace out getting to either physically be near each other before we go off and do our own things and just kind of like recap the day, talk about, how it was, like, literally for five minutes, like, how was your day? How are you feeling? Um, And something as simple as that, like, literally checking in every single day just so that you're not just, like, strangers in your home and um, even asking, like, any good conversations you had today, anything that kind of stuck out, like, what was the best part of your day? What was the difficult part of your day? Or we'll even ask that at dinner, like, to include the kids. Um, But that... Just at the very least, (coughs) bare minimum, at least five minutes every single day, just like check in with your significant other and kind of just recap and make sure like you're good. I'm good. Okay. Um, And it's as simple as that. So that's one thing that really makes a massive difference. And then you can go do your own thing. Um,
1: But even beyond that, we really try to set aside. And again, for us, it's the evening.
0: Yeah. To be together.
1: And like Jackie's saying, where we work at home, sometimes it's hard to not you know, if you don't get your stuff done during the day, the nighttime yeah. can be like a, a prime work time. But prioritizing our relationship, yeah. I have an alarm in my in my phone at eight. And so after eight, my phone goes on uh
0: Do not disturb. The,
1: yeah, the do not disturb The sleep mode. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Or yeah, do not You've Kind of gone a
0: little crazy lately. (laughs) I should probably switch it down.
1: But that's like my time to say. And granted, things come up. Sometimes I have a call or something that goes beyond. But from like eight on, I'm trying to unplug from the day, unplug from Mm -hmm. work. And that time, you know, is time with Jackie. And like she said last night, you know, where she wasn't feeling well. It can look as simple as we're just sitting on the couch together and we'll do our check in mm-hmm. and, and we'll talk obviously through some of the stuff and but just being together, like having that time off to, of our phones. Yeah. You know, and then other times, you know, it's you know, from eight o'clock on it's just we're hanging out, we're mm-hmm. in the room, we're cleaning the kitchen together, like random things. You might even have things that you have to do, but just mm-hmm. doing it
0: together. Yep. Next um, to each other physically.
1: And using that time to talk and just to, mm-hmm. you know, hang out. Like, you're just hanging out, having intentional time to hang out with your partner. And so
0: it is work sometimes. Like, I, I can't remember the last time we just had, like, a separate evening. um, And we prefer it that way. But I'm sure there's, like, nights where it would be so easy for me to just, like, lay in bed and watch my show and for seth to go and i know there's a million things he could do if he wanted to um so it is you know that's not to say it's always like gonna be the easiest thing to be like all right now it's you and me time because especially with kids and all that kind of stuff it's easy to just go and be done for the day but it really does make a difference in our relationship for sure to like and and sometimes there's those days where it's like man I cannot wait to just I feel like I haven't seen you talk to you whatever right for us to just like sit and be next to each other be together and we'll watch something most nights and all that kind of stuff but yeah that's definitely a big one and i would say
1: yeah so definitely just setting aside intentional time in your daily schedule however you do yeah. that and for us or for me i guess i don't jackie doesn't even do it that much but I try to time block my day and so mm. we try to have, you know, about two hours a day where we're together mm-hmm. and that time that two hours looks different every yeah. day, but usually eight to ten ish mm-hmm. you know, on the reg is is kinda what we yeah, shoot for mm-hmm. and are consistent with. So
0: Yes. Okay. Number two would be a full body check in, Seth. Go for
1: So what we mean by full body check-in is like spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and anything else you'd want to add to that. But just, we really try, and this isn't a daily thing, um, this is probably more like, sometimes spur the moment or sometimes if you feel like it's like been once while, a
0: week maybe once every couple of weeks
1: yeah it's just kind of like when you f- if you feel like a stranger it's just like oh we've been so busy yeah and like how are you it's like a a moment to just take you know set aside a time to just really like intentionally ask how they're doing because yeah i know there's been days especially as of recent with being pregnant it's like you know she's not feeling well and yeah. i don't really know it cuz it's hard to tell what goes on in the woman's body sometimes <laughs> not so you just you yeah. kind of like over you overlook things
0: and and know, i'm like you, crumbling over here and
1: yeah and so when you take that time you can it and there there has to be a level of transparency to it as well so it's not just like oh i'm good like mm-hmm go into it, and um, I don't know. It's just like a full-body check-in to say, like, how mm-hmm. are you actually doing? Where are you? Where do you feel like you're succeeding? Mm-hmm. Where do you feel like you're falling short? How can I be praying for you? Like, and,
0: What's something that's taking up, like, most of your mental energy? Like, that's something I'll be sure to ask Seth, just because he can be um, very
1: mind
0: I busy know. yeah like I'll, he'll look chill and fine 24 7 um but i always know there's a lot going on in his brain and he's very type a he's very organized he's very on it he has the most obnoxious ongoing list that i don't think <laughs> we will ever see come to an end in this lifetime and so it's like i know he's got a lot going on in there so every now and then it's like What, like, what are you the most stressed about? If you had to pick something, sometimes it's finances, sometimes it's, um, I don't know, Kennedy. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's time and work and whatever. Um, so really, and it definitely does not have to be this like dramatic set aside time. Like, okay, tonight we're gonna talk about. You know, sometimes we're eating lunch or having our coffee, and it's just like, okay. How do you feel physically? I know Seth is very intentional. Um, Not intentional. Very intuitive when it comes to his body. So that can like affect him as well. Just if something's off. Like I want to know. Because I feel like it helps me to help you. Or um, just to be like aware of like, oh, his back is hurting. Or his knee or his shoulder or whatever. It's like just it. It creates, even if I can't do anything about it, I'm more aware of, like, the state of my other half. You know what I mean? And that's really important, and it does absolutely deepen the emotional intimacy, just where I'm like, I know where you're at. I know what I can be, like, praying for. I know, you know maybe to give you a little extra grace because you're not in the best mood or maybe you're super stressed. So maybe I'm not going to ask you about something financially, if like that's something that's on your mind. Um, just, it's like taking into account where they're at and it also helps like on your end on my end to be able to tell you where I'm at because, I might not be like moping around all day, but it's like, oh, I'm really having a hard time emotionally. Like Mm -hmm. I'm on the brink of crying and it's not my personality to be like just sitting and crying on the couch. Um, So to release that and to like let him know that just in a way that feels like, okay, I'm I'm invited to like tell you how I feel feels good and helps me to feel known. And that's very important when it comes to emotional intimacy. Yeah. No. Anything else on that? No. Moving on. Okay. No,
1: that's cool. Uh, third one is asking intentional questions about work. And yeah. You want to elaborate
0: on that? Sure. like this little back and forth. <laughs> um, I would say f- like work-wise, especially, it is so important to me, it always has been, to, like, be in each other's life, work life. Like, I, especially when we lived in Coronado, it was like, he'd come home, and I have no idea what the heck he's doing at work. And it's like, "How's your day? And he would just be like, oh, okay, it was fine. And it was, like, completely unacceptable. Like, no, we gotta work on... Like, I want to know what you're doing, who you're talking to. Um, Good conversations, hard conversations. What are you stressed about? Like, And it was, like, such a game changer when, you know, you would, like, open up and tell me those things. And then I think he felt more safe. Like, I actually cared. Like, I wasn't just like, well, how was it? Actually tell me everything. It's like when you're so, and at the beginning it was like, you're so far removed. You don't even know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So it was fine. Um, Even if I told you a story, you wouldn't even know who it is. But like by the time we ended up moving, you know, you debriefing about your day, there were things you would tell me. I knew all your, the names of your coworkers and some of their personalities and just like.
1: Yeah. It's like important to share because you know, yeah. work is such a big part of our lives yeah. in a day. Like, absolutely and So, just having the intentional time to share mm. about that that takes up so much of our time and energy like totally allowing your spouse in on who you're working with what you're doing like the relationships you have at work mm-hmm. the projects you're doing like what's going what's going well what's hard like and i know some of these kind of all maybe seem like they blend together so we'll at the end we'll try to do a summary and highlight the differences but hmm you know, just having that intentional time to debrief yeah. in a day about what you're doing probably the vast yeah. majority of your day. And, you know, I think that's that's why we put that on the list is because, you know, like Jackie was saying at the beginning, it was like we were essentially living two separate totally. lives. Totally. Like Jackie had her thing during the day and I did my thing at work during the day and then we'd come home and, you know, hang out and... Do all that just together. like we
0: were together in the evening but we had no clue what was happening yeah. in the
1: and so I, I really feel like that actually helped us come together you know from early, yeah. early on in our marriage just understanding what are we doing and and even from my perspective it's like I come home and I can like as I understand that Jackie's understanding what my day looks like it's easier for me to then communicate and go to her to say like Oh, like you remember this guy at work. Yeah, well this happened today. Yeah. And, you know, we had a great day on the job or whatever. Like yeah. so sharing more, you know, moments from my day yeah. that became easier because
0: And quicker. It was it wasn't like, Well, you know, he's this guy who whatever. It's just like, oh, so and so, you know. Um oh. and it made me feel really special. It made me feel like Oh, I'm your friend on this. Like we're talking about something that I'm not directly involved in, but like I loved when he would just invite me in that space and we could like, or he'd ask for advice and it just meant a lot to like be a part of his life in that sense because I hated like not being a part of it. It was just like, no, I will not, you know, have this life where like, I don't know what the heck is happening at work. Um, so I, I think that is a really, really big one just to, and it takes effort. It takes energy. Sometimes you don't want to talk about work, but that's, you know, where the work comes in. It's important too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. Intentional date nights on the regular and planning dates to be on the same page.
1: So yeah, let me explain what that means. So kind of two, two separate ideas in this in this point but um through what is it called marriage today that's um a Jimmy and Karen Evans yeah that's it's just a, a podcast podcast slash that we it's well, a, like a marriage ministry that yeah. we listen to a lot and that is the first place we really heard this concept of having regular date nights and understanding the importance of that yeah and from an emotional standpoint, like this is like an outlet for you guys to go out and just have fun and yeah. so uh
0: without you know, your kids,
1: right, so one of our you know one of our pointers is scheduling uh an intentional date night without your kids, where you guys and you know we try to do it once a week mm-hmm. um you know you kind of gotta figure out what works for you, yeah, and I think you know weekly. Is important. Is a, it's important. It's an important time just to go out and have fun together. And it's almost like you're pursuing your partner as if you were dating, yeah. even though we're married. And I think that's like a lost art sometimes when you uh, get married and life just gets super busy. And, you know, so having an intentional time mm-hmm. regularly, consistently on the calendar to go have fun.
0: Yeah. And like it can be children. at home, too. It doesn't always need to involve yeah, money. To, Sometimes it doesn't yeah. work out like Sometimes that. Sometimes
1: it's, you know, we watch a, a movie and popcorn. and Yeah.
0: As long as it's intentional and it's set aside time. Like, Tuesday is going to be our date night. Um, You can have a spot that you go to. <laughs> we used to go to Blue Goose and get some margs and chips yeah. and queso. And that was the dream. <laughs> so, like, it doesn't need to be anything crazy or special. It does not need to be expensive. Um. But intentional, just has to be on the calendar. No. And then the second part of that would be... Um, uh, planning
1: dates. So yeah, what that is, is um, in addition to a date night, and sometimes the kids would come with us when we would do these. Yeah. But we would call it like a planning date where we would go... And
0: these are way farther and fewer between.
1: Yeah, this is, you know, this is kind of whatever you might need it to be. But mm-hmm. as we were trying to figure out our schedules, just with work and kids and you know where we work from home Mm -hmm. sometimes those lines get blurred but we would regularly go to like a coffee shop and jackie and i would just hash out schedules like for the next week okay what does our schedule look like and that time of just communicating about our lives what we're doing what we're um goals yeah it kind of is like even a space for you to get on the same page with goals what you're working towards Mm -hmm. what are your you know, what's your vision for this week or this month? Like, however often you plan that, that was really, um, great and valuable time for us to understand. like yeah. And even just knowing her schedule on a day mm-hmm. or in a week, it's like having a, a better idea of what she's doing. I mm-hmm. can then kind of like serve her in those, or just, just by knowing that. And, um, you know, it's like, I'm trying to think of an example, like, like uh, Mondays, Kennedy Mm -hmm. has ballet. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they don't get home till 530, but that's a time when it's like, no, I know this is a consistent thing, so I can arrange my schedule to have dinner ready when they come home. Yeah. Just like.
0: Which is so nice.
1: And so just really trying to use it to understand and just to, again, be a part of their lives.
0: Um, and it does it it builds that intimacy even knowing what his (laughs) life is looking like what his days are looking like and even little things like especially on the planning dates like we would talk about physically like what what i'm going to try to eat what i might be cutting out what i you know oh seth i'm gonna try to fast on mondays or something like that me i mean him not me um but that is something that just helps me to like better know you better understand like where you're at what you're doing what does your life look like it helps just to be on like the same page and to and you know it feels nice when you know like when you have something of mine in your calendar when you're aware of like what's going on or being able to go to appointments with me like for the baby even like the fact that you know we're kind of somewhat aware of like what's going on in each other's lives we can work around it so that we can be together mm-hmm. more um it just helps to like know what's going on in each other's lives and then also the bigger picture of like what are you really focusing on in life right now like what what are you going for what are your big goals what are your you know short term and long term goals like how can i help you with them um mm-hmm. It just, that absolutely builds intimacy for sure.
1: And something I've even done is I'll start to put some of Jackie's things on my calendar. Yeah. Even if I don't have anything to do with it, but getting a notification about it. Like if I didn't have my phone, the amount of reminders I have or like (laughs) alerts or alarms that go off just to like. So randomly.
0: I don't even know what they're for. I don't know what I would do.
1: But sometimes I'll do that just so that I get like a trigger to And it it might remind me like she, if she had an appointment, it might remind me to ask her like, Oh, how was the appointment today? Mm -hmm. As opposed to like Mm -hmm. getting to the end of the day and say, Oh, what'd you do today? Mm -hmm. And it's like, did you not remember anything I told you? Or even
0: phone calls, (laughs) like knowing, I don't know, like for Seth, like he, he'll talk to his parents like once a week. So like, there's so many times that I'm like, dang, I um, I have to ask, like, how was that phone call? Like, how did it go? Because I care. Like, it, it's just like little things. I don't want to live separate lives where, you know, he's just living over there and I'm living over here. So I think just little things, trying to be as, like, in tune and aware of, like, each other's lives as possible. Not in, like, this draining way, but like, oh, how was your conversation with your mom? Like anything, and I'll always ask like anything out of the ordinary that you talked about, like, was it good? Was it whatever? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I think too, you know, this is, it's kind of all about getting on the same page. And it's, mm-hmm. I think as you go through life, it's so you can ride the emotional waves together and you're not like, yeah, Jackie's on a high and I'm on the low and you're trying to then relate to each other. Yeah. Like, the more in sync you can be, Like, I think just it smooths out some of the potential issues that can come up. Yeah. um, Just because you're, like, you're doing life with your partner, Mm -hmm. and, you know, Jackie's like my best friend, so it's like you just, the more in sync we are, the more in tune we are, we found that that just creates a smoother transition, kind of just in all aspects of life
0: and we've seen conflict arise from not being on the same page often so like you know if if something if there's like a hard day this kind of happened a little not super recently but um i had like a really hard day it was just something on the calendar that was just sad and whatever and he like didn't ask me about it or didn't notice or didn't whatever and that was like hurtful to me and especially when the bar is set high it's like when we are so in tune, it makes it, it's like, oh my gosh, that kind of hurt that you didn't, like, realize that or care about that or um, whatever, like, our, you know, or financially, like, our conflict would come if I didn't know that he's, like, really hyper-focusing on something financially and I'm over here, like, not thinking about it, not really caring about it. He's like, what the heck, you know, it, it just... So a lot of our conflict has come from not being on the same page. And I feel like that's, you know, not a, I'm sure that's like a common thing. So it does help to like be aware of what's going on in each other's lives, what's going on, um, in both of your lives, just like somehow merging it together and just being in communication about that is super, super helpful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, last one. Choosing to do something of the other's interest.
0: Yeah, and this doesn't have to be like a, okay, this week I'm going to do something you like to do, and then next week you can do something. But just being intentional about, like, you know, I'm I'm going to feel a lot closer. Like, we're we're friends. This is my best friend. This is my life partner. Like, so much of, like, emotional intimacy comes from, like, the friendship portion of our relationship. So, like... If, you know, I want to watch a show that I'm sure he doesn't really care about and he watches it with me, that's really special to me and it makes me feel like, oh my gosh, you're my bud, you know? And this show, he wants to watch this Western show. What's it called? 1972. (laughs) (laughs) No? Yes, it it, is. What is it? It's It's like like this super Western. It is 1972. We haven't watched it yet. We haven't watched it yet, but we're planning to. And like, I might like, and I might not. Westerns are not my thing, but like. He has mentioned, I want to see this. I want to see this. So it's like, great. That's the next show we can watch. We can start because um, he cares about it. And it's like I want to be your friend. I don't just want to be like your wife. That is like, okay, you have fun. I'm gonna go watch the Kardashians in my room. Like we can. It it's like an intimacy builder to step into each other's worlds and kind of do things that might not be our personal favor. But like, hey, if I get to be next to you and with you, like, mm-hmm. that's great. Um, and then you never know, like there was a show called hell on wheels that I was like, so not excited to watch. And it literally became one of my favorite shows ever. Um, so it might be something that you end up really enjoying, but it is important to, and I guess you can talk about the five love languages.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say it ties into the concept of the five love languages, which if those of you who don't know, that's a, there's a book called the five love Languages. love five love languages, excuse mm. me. And I used to be an unbeliever until I was just completely proven wrong. But <laughs> um Wait, con-
0: really? You didn't believe in it?
1: Yeah, do you remember the conversation we had? We were in California with Rachel was in the car. Rachel Hahn? No.
0: Oh, okay. Yes.
1: And um it was just we had this Random conversation. I just was like, "Yeah, I don't even. I don't know if that.
0: Maybe I do. Was it in really the evening, works? like and after church or something?" Yes, okay. there was this random girl yeah. who
1: stayed with us, and we. She was
0: like semi homeless at the time. It, she it was a yeah, unique situation, but anyway. And so
1: we, she went to church with us one night, and like on the way back, or on the way to church or something, we were talking about this concept of the five love languages. And uh-huh. I was just like, yeah, I don't even like I, I understand the concept, but I don't know how real it is. And both this girl and Jackie
0: just like flipped out. Like, <laughs>
1: Are you serious? Like because no. I was like, bro, I'm not like, gonna
0: be married to somebody who doesn't believe in
1: this. And then I ended up reading the book and then practi- like putting it to practice. Or
0: and we I, listen to the audiobook. Right?
1: I mean, yeah, so probably okay. reading <laughs> we did if I say I read a book, I ninety nine listen Listen to it it, and then I put it to practice and it was like magic but it's basically the concept that each person prefers to be loved in one of five ways
0: yeah they like go in order kind of
1: yeah and so you knowing what your spouse's love languages are can allow you to love them in those ways for example because you
0: can be like oh sorry go ahead go ahead no you can go ahead
1: (laughs) Like if someone's number one love language is physical touch, but you are a person of acts of service, and you're loving them with acts of service, but not physically touching them as much, I'm missing it. Yeah, it's like their love tank isn't getting filled the way that they desire it to be, and if you do that, then you know you're filling up their love cup, and mm-hmm. it's just better for everyone in the relationship. So kind of this this same concept from an emotional standpoint you know Mm -hmm. we're talking about choosing to essentially love them in the ways that they want to be loved not the way that you think they would want to be loved Mm -hmm. or the way that you you want to be loved because that's not always how someone else receives Mm -hmm. love the best so
0: and you might like there's been times where both seth or i have been like wait you don't feel that like you don't you know, or what we'll ask each other very often, like, do you know that I love you? And sometimes it's a yes. And sometimes it's a, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, I think you do. I know. And it's like, obviously we do, but it's kind of like a little check in of like, yeah, but I haven't really been feeling it lately. So like, there's times where I'm shocked, where I'm like, I might be putting in work in the words of affirmation department, which is my number one. But fun fact, Seth and I have the complete opposite love languages. So like. I could gas him up all day, like, you know, words wise and tell him how amazing he is and how handsome he is and all this kind of stuff. And it really not mean much as, you know, if he were to do that to me, it would be like, wow, like mind blowing. Um, but acts of services is number one. And that's literally my number five. So um, I remember when we were dating, like, dishes would be in the sink and I'd be like, come on, let's watch a movie. And he's like, I, he like, couldn't focus. So it was like, no, there's dishes in the sink. Like I can't enjoy myself if there's dishes in the sink. So it was just like, Oh, what? Um, so yeah, it, it is important just to know and be aware of like, so you can love your spouse. Cause you might be expending, is that a word? Um, so much energy, like trying to love your person and it's not doing much. You might as well put the energy to like the correct love language. And um,
1: each person has an ask, you know, some of all five Yeah, aspects. like it
0: all is important. But
1: Essentially, if you haven't read the book, you should read it. it I think it would greatly help your It'll turn you into a
0: believer yeah. like Seth.
1: So let's recap real quick. These The five tangible, um, what do you want to call them, practices?
0: Yeah, just ways that...
1: Yeah, that we can be more intimate together in a in a in a non-physical sense, right? Time block personal time together, mm-hmm. um, and that's something we try to do daily. Yep, a full body check in. So we're talking spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. That's something. Again, you could time block it, but it, we don't take it of it as that serious, and not something we do every day, but just the occasional check in. Like, how and are you really doing? deep down to your core, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: asking intentional questions about work. Mm -hmm. You know, this is something we try to do every day because we're working most days. Um, Mm -hmm. But just getting to know that, that part of your spouse's life or your, of your partner's life, because that's such a big part of their lives that sometimes we just kind of glaze over and do our own thing. And then,
0: and an example of like a couple intentional questions about work would be like, did you have any, memorable conversations today did you have any frustrating conversations today like did you talk to anyone that you don't normally talk to or did you talk to someone like did you have any conversation that stuck out that was good or that you enjoyed or you know
1: yeah also like what did you have success today at work what was successful Mm -hmm. like yeah what are you working on like it doesn't all have to be about relationships at work either you know like what did you do today
0: good point i guess that Shows what I care about. (laughs) Who'd you talk to? Any
1: girls? I know. Yeah. That too. Um, Intentional date nights and having uh, regular planning dates just so that you're on the same page together. Mm -hmm. And you guys are prioritizing having fun together. And the last one was choosing to do something of the other's (laughs) interest. (laughs) Um, And just really serving your spouse or your partner in the way that they like to be loved yeah any closing yes i think
0: at the end of the day it is absolutely impossible to have any kind of emotional intimacy if there's like a roadblock mentally so i would say openness and honesty to me is like um i don't know the root of like intimacy. So like I, I can't fully let my guard down and be intimate emotionally. Like I can't let Seth fully know me and, um, let my guard down and just be a hundred percent me and comfortable and free, um, for him to love me and for me to love him and to know each other if there's like something in the way. So if there's anything that like, I maybe haven't told him that I, you know something that's kind of bothering me that like I haven't communicated with him that I need to communicate with him or something that I've been hiding from him like literally at the end of the day absolutely nothing matters more than like just a an open honest when it comes to intimacy like you gotta just be a hundred percent honest so as scary as it might feel to like tell them something or um I don't know, like, something that's been on your mind, something that's hard that you are afraid to tell them, whatever, um, for both men and women, for both parties. Like, you got to just be 100% open, honest, or else it's impossible. Like, there's no way. Um, And even at the beginning of our marriage, like, there were so many things that Seth was hiding that none of the work we would have put in or that we put in would have done anything um if he weren't if he never like came clean with it that's when things began to change and that's when we really really became best friends and could really like actually work on our real relationship any work outside of that like before he was a hundred percent open and honest it was just in vain a hundred percent so i think it's impossible if you're not open honest yeah that would be my closing point do you have any
1: well, yeah, I mean, and I think even to that point, I'm reminded that when you are intimate emotionally, and especially to any guys listening to this, the more emotionally intimate you are with your wife, the chances of your physical intimacy increasing is substantially more. Yeah. So when you can really relate on an emotional level, I think that just and it'll improve your physical intimacy as well. And I know mm-hmm. we're not talking about that today, but they are uh, definitely related. I think my closing comments would be, um, just the ideas of attitude and effort. And I had a football coach, my football coach in high school always said that the two things that you can, that you have control of in life are your attitude and your effort. And, you know, this is just in light of knowing relationships require work you know you can you can work at something with a bad attitude or a good attitude and you can yeah. choose to put minimal effort or maximum effort into it and really it's it's what you put in is what you get out yeah and the whole concept of sowing and reaping so mm-hmm. like you know these hopefully these are tangible ways that yeah are hopefully they're all <laughs> things that you've heard and just old news to y'all and Mm -hmm. you guys are doing it if not i hope you guys found um yeah a nugget that you can kind of take with (laughs) run with or chew on and make it your own like that's
0: yeah they're simple things
1: but yep that's all i got
0: well nice okay thanks for listening (laughs) make sure to um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> What's I don't even know. Rate. It It does help. It does mean a lot. And oh, yeah, we literally for... love reading the reviews. It's like so special. Yes, um, but you. it does help. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, no. What?
1: I was going to say, thank you for everyone who's either rated the podcast yeah, or left a comment. A they are really encouraging to us. And um, we're glad that we can... Just be a little light, yeah. Something in your day, so
0: and it helps other people, people to find it. us, and yeah. So if it you can mean a lot.
1: like it or rate it, that definitely helps the podcast as well. So thank you.
0: Yeah, we really appreciate it. We're excited for next week.
1: Yep. Yeah. All right, I'm Seth,
0: and I'm Jackie.
1: This is Never TMI.
0: We're signing off. Peace out.